Today's episode is brought to you by the BetStamp app, which is helping thousands of people win at sports betting for free. The same way travelers use Google Flights or Expedia to find the best prices, bettors can now use BetStamp to do the same. When you place a bet, the odds given by a sportsbook will determine how much you can possibly win. Even when betting on the same outcome, different sportsbooks will offer varying payouts, and these differences can be huge. Thankfully, BetStamp allows you to easily line shop for the most profitable odds across all sportsbooks. You can click on any matchup and instantly see the different odds for game lines, player props, and even future bets. Line shopping is the simplest way to find an edge in sports betting and maximize your chances of winning long term. On average, BetStamp users win an extra $1,000 yearly just by line shopping. You can find the BetStamp app on the Apple iOS store, Google Play store, or through your browser at www.betstamp.app. To access all these benefits, sign up using the promo code FONZ, F-O-N-Z, and start your journey to successfully sports betting today. If you forget to use the code upon sign up, no worries. You can always enter the code F-O-N-Z in your BetStamp account settings afterwards. Check it out. Guys, seriously, I cannot recommend this product enough. Even if you're a new better like me or even if you're a seasoned veteran, it definitely helps out a lot to maximize your profits and make some extra money because, come on, who doesn't like making that extra money? And best of all, it's literally free. It's perfect to use. You can find any line you want. It helps you out so much. I highly, highly recommend it. if you're a veteran in the sports betting world or if you're a newbie like me, BetStamp is the way to go. Again, go to the BetStamp app now and use the promo code FONZ, F-O-N-Z, today. I'm telling you guys, it helps out a lot. And I'm telling you, you're going to win a lot more just by using BetStamp. Check it out now. All on your podcast, man. The Slick Back Kickback Report. I love that. <laughs> What is going on, everybody? It's Fonz DeFalco here, the Slick Back Kickback Report. If you saw the intro, you know, BetStamp, use my code Fonz, help out the brand, help out Grateful, you know, the whole deal and whatnot, too. Got a good episode here, 170 episodes. I want to thank you all for the support. Follow everything down below with the links. You know the whole deal, too. So my guest today, the special guest, I was on her podcast about a year and a half ago. Been a long time. But look, I return the favor. She's finally on the podcast. Her debut here, the host of the Girl Talk Sports, Sam Cardona. Sam, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I, I listen. I want to apologize. I know it's been <laughs> a, a while. I know I said I get you on, and then you know what? Listen, better late than never. So you're finally here. You made your debut, uh, and welcome, welcome to the brand officially here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Like I said, I'm excited to be here. It's going to be a fun episode. Yeah. So I also too, I got a show. Boom set up the whole thing look at I that yeah i listen that. every guest i have on here i set up design for everybody you know so it's all work and see the logos there on the corner see i treat all my guests whenever they come on i give them back i give them the whole thing you know i gotta oh listen my God. Uh, that's so every, kind every guest is special on here that, that, that's all that's all i gotta say so for those who don't know me and sam we we met we both work with review and preview I, when did you start with review and preview because i would i joined before you did yeah um I've been doing Big Blue Avenue for two years now. Yeah, so that's what you you joined on Big Blue Avenue. Uh, before yeah. that, you were doing uh, the Girl Talk Sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk more about that a little bit later. But yeah, we've 
we've done some collaborations here even with i joined big blue avenue and obviously i joined uh, your podcast a while back too but uh doing a little bit of collabs here and there too but mainly with review and preview so yeah that's pretty much how we met though right just that's that's how it is so yeah yeah so um let's see so you know it's been got a lot of nfl topics we're gonna be talking here too got a draft you know i always love drafts too so i hope sam got a draft board uh mascot spoiled it everybody it's the best mascots i had to come up with one i always want to do this one so uh so it's a little bit about sam tell the people uh about yourself what what do you do tell about your show a little bit about let the people know yeah definitely so i actually uh so i've done the girl who talks sports since 2018 right after i graduated from college so i've been doing just like things within the girl who talks sports for a while i haven't done like an actual podcast episode mm-hmm. in about a year and a half um just mostly with things going on work life and everything um but actually really exciting news i actually just put it out on social media like 30 40 minutes ago breaking um, news right now oh no we got breaking, breaking news yeah um, i i started i started a new podcast um, with a really good friend of mine, Jordan, who people might know her as Sporty Jordy, yes, um, yes. big Eagles fan. Uh, she's definitely she's been on uh, Big Blue Avenue a bunch of times. Yes, yes, um, yes. Yeah, so we started a new podcast. It's called the Unsolicited Podcast. Um, so basically, we're just going to be talking anything we want, sports, pop culture, anything along those lines. Um, and our first episode is coming out tomorrow, um, April nineteenth. Um, which is oh, wow. very, very exciting. Oh, and this, this is coming out April 19th. Look at that. So after you guys listen to this, you got to go over that. Look, look at love that breaking news, breaking news live on this podcast. So look, this is the first time ever. Was the first person to break news on here. Look I love it. I put love it, it. Put it in, in the record. So is the girl talk sports, is it retired now or is it just taking more of a little hiatus now? It's more of just like, it's more of just like an overarching brand for me now. So like, I'm still the girl who talks sports. I'm still active on my social medias. Um, but content wise, I just kind of put it out whenever I feel like it. It's not a weekly thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, I did a couple of vlogs for games that I went to that I posted mm-hmm. on my YouTube channel. So um, you guys can go back and just check those out. Those are really fun. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're putting our heart and soul into this new project, which I'm very, very excited about. We just recorded our first episode today so it's gonna get all put together for tomorrow and i'm super stoked about it so we're actually um just gonna be on youtube right now so it's um just the unsolicited podcast youtube.com slash at the unsolicited podcast so you can find us there and then we're gonna start working on getting it on like podcast platforms and all that kind of good stuff awesome so you definitely want to check that out. i'll link that uh down below for i'm definitely gonna check that out and if you guys don't Thanks. do it i'll be very upset about that <laughs> if you're listening or watch right now you got to check it out. So now, so now you knew a new podcast. We'll kind of yes. combine with the old one with the next couple of questions I have too. Is there, was there a favorite episode you've done when you did the girl talk sports and like with the guests that you had, would you want to definitely bring them onto your new podcast? Like what was like your favorite one that you've done? So I would say I have two favorite guests that I've had on my show, um, which were like my favorite episodes. One of them was Sarah Spain, who is an ESPN reporter. Um, She's been with ESPN for such a long time. And just a shot in the dark, I just like messaged her and see if she would answer me. And she did. And we had like a great conversation. And it was a really, really awesome episode, especially, you know, being a woman in sports, having another woman in sports talk to you. Like, it's just it's just cool all around. And she's a big name. So I thought that it was like super, super cool. Um, And then the other episode, which was also my favorite, was... This was way back in the day because he used to be at Barstool Sports. He's not anymore. But I had Joey Molinero on 
And he is like the kindest guy, like he's so sweet and so wonderful. I reached out to him too. And he was like, I would love to do this. Like I'm hundred percent. And he does like impressions and stuff. Yes. So I actually asked him if it was okay if we did like random impressions. So I like made a, like literally like I put a names in a cup and then like situations in another cup and I pulled them out. So I did like Colin Coward, um, you know, ordering at Starbucks or like something like that. And he did it. And he like did like full blown impressions on my show. And I was like, this is literally the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. Um, and we've even gone back and forth after the fact, like he's just such a cool guy. So those are definitely my top two favorite episodes. And I mean, if they ever want to come on a new podcast, open, I have open, invitation, open invitation and you know, credit to you. I've never, I never got really to, to do that. Like to reach out even to someone like Sarah Spain, like, well-known at espn too like for me sometimes it's just like i just feel like nervous to do it because it's just like but i know at the end of the day the worst what's the worst they can say they can't do it so I was, yeah because credit to credit to you for doing i know a lot of people can do it but for some reason like i feel like i can't do that like i just get I, so like i always feel weird doing it but yeah. a lot of times it turns out fine like they're just like yeah sure or like yeah or either that or they're like oh i'd love to but i can't and you're yeah. like great so like it's it's like honestly it's like a weird thing to do because you are just like asking someone for their time like and it's free time like it's not like yeah, it's not like you're paying anything. for it that's the yeah. thing i don't want to be like because i know this, they get probably thousands of dms from random people sure. some, some stuff like asking to join a podcast is some stuff that you know i can't even repeat on here like just stuff like just bashing them so it's like i don't want to be that annoying person too but yeah maybe one day i'll get the uh the, the confidence to do you should you should it, it's, I, it's definitely worth it just you know i gotta have a plan of what i have to say and then listen the worst they can say is no i'm getting advice here from sam i'm getting you know. news getting some advice <laughs> this is probably one of the better episodes i gotta say here um <laughs> So now I ask you, what's a dream guest like that you haven't had yet that you're like, you know what? I'm going to shoot my shot and reach out. Like, who's someone that like I have to get on this podcast? Oh, man, there's like there's so many that I've reached out to that just like completely ignored me. Ghosted you. <laughs> like, just yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I would say I, I don't. I think that this, this was like a way shot in the dark um, and it obviously did not pan out, mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure. I got slightly intoxicated out at a bar one night and I said, I'm going to message Joe Burrow and ask him to be on my podcast. You know. <laughs> and I did <laughs> like from my girl who talks sports, like Instagram account. Yeah. Like, so the, the, the official one. So they know it's a legit thing. It's not just some random person on Instagram. Right. Like I wasn't going to do it for my personal. Cause I was like, yo, he's just going to like think that I'm just like the other girls. And so I like messaged him and I was like, Hey Joe, um just wondering you know part of you know do sports podcasting blah 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 like i'd love to have you on love to talk about like i think this was like right after he tore his acl i was like i want to talk about your future and like oh, this is a bad time <laughs> yeah and i was just like i was like i just want to see like how are you feeling i hope everything's okay blah blah and i know his girlfriend's name is olivia too because i follow her on instagram so i was just like i you know how's olivia i hope everything's going good blah blah, blah. and like i sent this whole message and the next morning i was like oh my god well, why oh, did i do that but if he if he imagine if he had answered though yeah or, no girl comes on the girl who talks sports like who knows you know, I mean, that's how that's how you start maybe that's what i gotta do i gotta have a couple of beers and be like you know let me just shoot the shot with somebody too that's your confidence just skyrockets you're like i could do anything right? yeah i did listen i don't know how i don't know i feel like then you'll think about it the next day you're like ah oh, maybe i shouldn't have done that <laughs> Too. but the, the shooting the shot with, with joe burrow that's not that's not the worst thing i wouldn't say that's not the worst thing it's a funny story though but hey and eventually if you do meet him in person too and you can just be like hey 
Remember this? You can have. You gotta. You gotta have the, the screenshot of it, right? You definitely still have it. I have to. I have to go back. This was a while ago. Yeah, so like, I have to go back and find it, but I probably do. Oh, that that is that is a uh, hilarious. So I'm gonna have to look for it. You got no. Do it. Do a deep search for it too. So, who? What other guests would you say then, though? Too like so. Joe Burrow definitely. You you shot the shot. Maybe you know it's an open mm-hmm. invitation too. At least for me, like I'll mention at least a dream guest of mine too, because I'm a fan. I don't know if you're aware. Sarah Spain was actually on at the Levitard show on ESPN. Yeah. And so I would definitely want to get him on my podcast and Stu Gatz is co-host. That's like the show I grew up watching and I sure. listen to it every single day. It's like that's like my dream guest to get either one of them on there too. And Stu Gatz is from Long Island too. So I figured, hey, hey, Long Island, the connection too. But that's like my dream guest 100%. Obviously, you know, Lamar Jackson and any other Raven too, I would love to have on there. Of course. You know, Ray Lewis does my intro for the podcast. It was a cameo, but hey. I know that's like the coolest thing ever. You know, listen, it's oh, I gave Ray the open invitation multiple times that hey, listen, whenever you want to join, go right ahead. Maybe I have to have a couple beers and I will uh reach out to him. I'll message Ray Lewis, do yeah. it. I message, hey, Ray, listen, big fan. I paid you for a cameo. Listen, <laughs> come on, why don't you come on slick back uh for, for a little Oh my bit. goodness. I love it. You know, uh, might as well. So I guess we'll do a little transition over to the NFL. Talk about the Ravens. I know you're a Giants fan. Yep. I need your thoughts on this because OBJ. I'll tell you my backstory. I was on Easter, a nice couple glasses of wine, and my friend texted me saying, OBJ Ravens. I'm like, you're lying. I'm like, that's not funny. Like, don't do this to me. Yeah. On Twitter, I'm like, I'm like, holy shit. Excuse my language. He's a Raven. And I literally posted it on Instagram. I'm like, I'm like, happy Easter to me. It's the best Easter ever. Then I had some of my friends clowning being like, you know, torn ACL, older wide receiver. You don't even have a quarterback, whatever. What are what are your thoughts for, from a Giants fan seeing OBJ uh, come to the Baltimore Ravens? As a Giants fan, I mean, I I always loved having OBJ on the team. I know he had his issues, his drama, like here and there, but like he was a he's a great wide receiver, like he still is. And when he left, you know, I I was kind of like no ill will. If he ever wanted to come back, I would embrace it. You know, I'd bring him in with open arms, especially right now because our wide receiver room is. It's going to get better, but it was pretty garbage last year. Um, but yeah, I when I saw that that happening, I also thought that it was like one of the fake accounts. Yeah. Like those are like really like running rampant right now, especially on Twitter. It's like, I don't know who to believe. Like I need to like go to the page and make sure that it's like actually Ian Rappaport, actually right. Adam Schefter. Um, but I think it's a good fit. And I thought that it was very interesting that Lamar posted a picture of them on FaceTime because obviously, you know, you know, there's like a whole bunch of stuff going on with him yeah. and the contract and like all that good stuff. No, not even talking. He hasn't even like talked to, he has the, uh, he has the ability to talk to other teams and I, he has not even like, haven't heard anything. I know it's like, it's, it's so crazy. But the fact that that was like one of the other things that happened, I was like, "Ooh, like what's going on with Baltimore and like Lamar and OBJ? I think it's a pretty good fit. Um, you know, they needed kind of the assistance. Um, I know you guys are you guys are like one of the most injured teams. I think almost the, like the Giants and the Ravens are yeah. two incredibly injured teams. Very, very similar, uh, bad wide receiver rooms, and just incredibly, yes. incredibly injured. When I saw. The, fi- the picture of them FaceTiming, I'm like, Lamar's coming back to Baltimore. There's like, there's no way. OBJ wouldn't just sign with a team like the Ravens that don't not only have wide receivers or not even a quarterback. No disrespect to Huntley, Pro Bowl or Tyler Huntley, but you know, I'd rather play with Lamar than, than Huntley at this point, too. But that I, I guarantees to me that Lamar's coming back. But again, we still don't know, especially after the, the Hertz contract now. Now you're yeah. thinking like they got to 
they got to pay Lamar at, at some point too. I just, I just get nervous about it because the whole Lamar. I can keep talking. About it. I think like the past five episodes I've done, it's just <laughs> like I'm like, yeah, you know, Lamar. I'm happy. Listen, he's gonna come back. Then, then now I'm like, oh wait, they didn't yeah. sign. And now I have no idea too. Yeah, but OBJ is just a. Now I get it. Coming off the torn ACL, going. I think he's thirty now too. Yeah, it's already an upgrade. Over, you know, Rashad Bateman, Devin Duvernay. And I've been high on Devin Duvernay, but now kind of seeing this past season, he's a special teams returner. He's not going to fill that number two spot, which I kind of hoped for him to do. James yeah. Wallace, return man, special teamer. Tylon Wallace, special teamer. Without OBJ, it's Bateman, Duvernay, Wallace, Proch. Three of the four are special teamers, and Bateman's hurt every other week, too. So it's a huge upgrade. It's, it's, it's a huge upgrade because the Ravens have always had a problem. With the receiver card, do you know who the Ravens' all-time leading receiver is? Like franchise leader overall, Mark Mark Andrews is number three. I'll tell you that Mark Andrews is already the third all-time leading receiver in yards. I don't and, know. And Todd Heap is number two. <laughs> so that's two tight ends in the top three. No, I don't think you. Is it a wide receiver? It's a wide. It is. It is a wide receiver. Okay. He's <laughs> not. God. He's not known as a Raven. I did a TikTok about like my, my favorite receivers, and everyone's like, he's not a Raven. He's more known as a Titan. That's the hint. I don't know if you remember the name at all. I don't know. I don't think so. Derek Mason. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't have gone there. Yeah, Derek <laughs> Exactly. He won the Ravens for like four or five years, and he's the all-time leading receiver. If OBJ, let alone has two years with at least 1,000 yards, I looked at the calculations. He'd already be in the top 15, which is already yeah. like the top 20 at least which is already crazy enough as it is. Now, I still think he can get the 100-yard games. I still think like the talent's there. And, and he just had a whole year. I mean, yes, granted, like he wasn't playing on a team, but he just had a whole year to recover. Yeah. And he was obviously training, and he did the, the workout. I think he looked great in that yeah. workout that he did on his own. Yeah. So I think that that's this is a huge deal for you, both for your wide receiver room and for bringing Lamar back. Because yeah. if he has someone like OBJ – it's more of an incentive to come back, no? Is he going to be the Giants OBJ we saw the first two years? Probably not, but we still, I still think they could get the glimpses here and there, which, again, he, it's better than what we've had the past two years. No yeah, disrespect I mean, to guys like Hollywood Brown, but wasn't going to be our number one guy. I think yeah. OBJ is already Lamar's best weapon he's ever had in his – it's been like five years he's been there, four or five years already. He's, our, he's the best weapon, I believe, right now. If you look at, like, the past two, like – if it wasn't him, it'd be Mark Andrews and and uh, Holly. I'm talking about just wide receivers, actually, because I'm kind of taking away Mark Andrews. But like out of wide receivers, it's OBJ than Hollywood Brown. Yeah, so. I would I would think so. And and I remember how sad Lamar was when Hollywood Brown left for Arizona. Like he was uh, literally like, "Why did this happen?" And I was yeah, like, and I, listen, "I didn't mind Hollywood Brown leaving because I knew like he wasn't going to be the full long term answer." I'm like, oh, "We might want to keep him around like the two or the slot guy." to keep Lamar happy unless we were getting something in return. But at the time, I'm like, all right, they're probably really high on Duvernay and really right. high on, on Bateman. And now it's kind of turning back, uh, you know, karma, I guess you could say that's not really working in our favor, but you know, I'm, I'm hopeful for the OBJ. Am I going to get his Jersey? My Jersey collector? Yes. So I got to add another Ravens Jersey. I, mean, uh, yeah. I got to do, I don't know which color I'm picking the purple or, or the black. I have no idea. Maybe the white. I know it's like, it's a whole, this is, this is what I got to go. This is, this is what goes on in my mind. I look at him, I go, which jersey should I rock with? Do I do the purple or the black? And I look, I'm like, no, I have a Ravens black Lamar. I have a Marlon Humphrey purple. I'm like, I don't have any whites. Maybe I got to go with the, the white too. That's this pretty clean. Be, it, they are no bias here. I think the Ravens have one of the better jerseys in the NFL. Giants ones. Listen, the Giants ones are nice. Those uh, color rush ones are. Those are 
I I have like a problem with the red, white, and blue. I like I try I struggle finding things that I want to wear because mm-hmm. like I I don't know it's not my color to wear, so I don't wear it a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think personally, the best jerseys in the NFL is the Chargers powder blue Chargers. Oh yeah, the the powder blue ones, the old like the when they were the San Diego Chargers though, the San Diego bring back the San Diego Chargers, San Diego uh, powder blues. They're just such a beautiful color. I love those jerseys so much. No, they're they're definitely clean. I would say the St. Louis Rams underrated the helmet. Mm-hmm. I love that too. The, LA Rams. the Rams yeah, spiral. The LA Rams ones now are just not. They're not it. Not none of the things about the LA Rams is good right now. Let's just. Oh, oh yeah, no, that, that's that's a whole. <laughs> that is a whole another story. And I can talk jerseys and uniforms. You know, I can talk jerseys and uniforms. The rest, of the, I think the Cardinals are getting uh, new uniforms. They have announced it too. Really? Yeah, they and they did like on Twitter. Someone said that they closed the team shop and they're announcing something on uh, the night of the draft. The Cardinals uh, hat looks different with the color. They're going to add more yellow. Apparently, the Cardinals have needed update on uniforms like for the longest time. I don't know if yellow is the answer, but I think the Cardinals need a lot of other things. Than yeah, you know, we'll, we'll go. We'll go into that because Buda Baker requested a trade. Right. Right. Um, I'm going to say one of the better safeties in the league, too. He definitely will be on his way. I don't know where he's going to go. A lot of teams definitely use his services. A good, you know, safety, good tackler also. Uh, are the Cardinals out of all, you know, we'll count like Pocky, NBA, MLB. Is it like one of the worst franchises, I think, in all of sports? Because I really had to sit down and think about this. And I'm like, they might be one of the worst franchises. Like, we give we give crap to the Browns, but I think the Cardinals might be up there. They got to be. I think they definitely are up there. I don't know if they are the worst. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking also, I mean, within the NFL, the yeah. Houston Texans still exist. So that's, so that's the top top three, then I would say. Yeah, it's like hard to say like who's like the worst. Yeah, because like the Texans have been around since 2002. The Cars have been around since the 40s, I want to say, like that's 1940s. True. So they've been around longer. No championships. They've had playoff runs here and there, except that even that one year when they made it to the Super Bowl, which again, we still have no idea how that happened. They've had a lot of great players, but it just seems like a dysfunctional franchise, like even off the field, too. It's like, that's like, yeah. it's kind no, of- I mean, when the whole thing happened with Kyler and his contract and the that fact so- that they had to put that homework clause in yeah, it. Like the game that like he couldn't game or, or something or like if. I don't even know what the exact thing was. I still don't even remember. It was like if he had a game amount, he had to do studying or something like that. Yeah. Or, or it's like every day you had to read your playbook for four hours before you did any video games or something. And I'm like, you're a grown man. Yeah. And that and, needs to be in your contract. Like, come and on. You, and you still want to pay him? You still want to give him 200 plus million dollars after that? Like, boy, you, you got to do a little better on that, too. I just, it go, it's on both ends with that thing, too. But the fact that Cardinals publicly put that out there and saying, like, yeah, we don't trust them fully to learn the playbook. We'll still give them money because, again, we have no talent anywhere. So might as well keep them around. But we think he should do a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, they are just falling apart. The seams. They're going to lose D-Hop, most likely. Yeah. Um, JJ just retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just. Buddha's going to be gone. Buddha's going to be gone. And, and you're right. He is one of like the better safeties in the league. Yeah, um, It's just, they're just falling apart at the scene. And their new coach was a Gannon from the Eagles. Is he the Eagles defensive coordinator? Or was he I offensive? think defensive. Yeah. Cause the offensive went to the, the call. So that's what it was. he was a defensive coordinator. Yeah. Right. I just, he just seems like the cringiest man in all I, of history. I saw this on TikTok. Like he was, what player was it? Buddha Baker. Was it? it was, I, I know he was interacting with Rondell Moore, and it was just like an awkward interaction. And like I don't know what he said exactly, but like Rondell was just like looking at him, shaking head, like yeah, like. And I'm like, 
all like all this is like an awkward interaction. He's now, trying like, so hard to like be a relatable coach. Like he's yeah. trying to be like the uh, cool coach Jerry or whoever. But I'm like, take it easy, dude. Like even the, even the Cliff Kingsbury hire was questionable at the time, also because he like literally didn't even do anything. He literally just joined. Was it USC for like a day? Yep. Left to go to Arizona, and but he didn't do anything at Texas A&M with like, Patrick Mahomes. I know. It's like you have the guy. You have like in what what happened? Like what like obviously he's like not the best, but he also like the second that he left Arizona, he like fled the country. He went yeah, to like went to Thailand or something, right? He went yeah, to, like, and we were like, what is he wanted for like a crime or something? Oh, what that was do? that was sketchy. When I when I read it's that, I'm like, I'm like, all right, well, I mean, listen, I, if you get fired, what do you do? I mean, you guys to kind of go away on vacation, but you know, you go to Thailand, just that's it. Like, yeah, I'm going. I'll see you later. That was he, so bizarre. Now he's back in coaching. He's at USC. He's at USC. He's back there, quarterback coach. I quarterback yes. coach, if I'm mistaken. Too. I'm like, hey, you know what? <laughs> Come back home, I guess. But that that whole hire, I gotta. Say, I'm, I'm still thinking Arizona's got to be. It's got to be up there. Which I is, would. I would agree that yes, it's they're gonna get the number one pick again the following year, and maybe they'll draft Caleb Williams and get, let go of Kyler. Maybe I have no because that's what that's what they'll do. They did listen. They happened with Rosen when Rosen to Kyler trade away Rosen. It does. It could. Just Poor Josh Rosen, though. Like yeah. that kid's been all over the place. He's done absolutely nothing. He's been. It, it was Dolphins after the Cardinals. Dolphins, Browns. He had a Falcon stint. I know that. I know that he had a Falcon stint. That's that's a fun game. Did Josh Rosen play there? Because I feel like he literally has played for every single team now, and he's not even in the league. It's the same year. I know. Lamar. It was the same. It was a Lamar Allen Baker Darnold year. My God. Yep. Yep. Yep, and, and Lamar went after all of them. Yeah, and I that night, that night when I saw the yeah. Ravens trade back in, I'm like, what are they, what are they doing? And then I saw the Lamar Jackson pick, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, this is I, I, I love Flacco. I always respect him. Oh, I have yeah. his jersey still. But I was like, you know what? It's a new era. I always liked Lamar in college. I thought like that heading into that uh, draft, I was like, Lamar and Allen are going to be the two better quarterbacks in that class. I wasn't on high as Rosen and Darnold, and I thought Baker could be solid, but. Look at it now, like five, six years later. How the tides completely turn with that whole entire draft class. The draft, the draft is weird. We'll just say the draft that. is so weird. Yeah, the draft, the 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 draft is definitely weird. Well, and we're gonna definitely talk about the draft too. Uh, some other little things with the NFL too. Uh, I gotta ask you this though, Aaron Rodgers, is this guy gonna get traded? Like, <laughs> is he gonna get, like I'm just, I need, I need a vent about this with someone. I'm glad you're on here. I'm just sick and tired of this whole thing. Like Aaron Rodgers is like. Get trade already. You know, Joe Douglas, whatever the Packers GM's name is, just get it done. You know, he doesn't want to be there. He wants to play for the Jets. Joe Douglas, do whatever you can. If you hear someone say, my intention is to play for the New York Jets, that's like a gold mine because you never – I've never heard anybody ever say that in my life. So you give you you give everything to get Rodgers there too. Just I know. Just and it's it. been like radio silence since the that's Pat the thing too. That's the thing. Like, I'm not even hearing from Schefter saying, like, they're working on deals, like they're doing some. Like, it's just Joe Douglas Fawn saying, yeah, he's going to be here. And it's like, all right, well, what are you going to do? Like, just yeah. get, like, I need I see an event about it because it's like, can just get this deal done. I'm sick. I'm already sick and tired of it. And he's not even a New York Jet. I'm not even, I'm not even a Jets fan. And I'm already sick and tired of it. I know. And, like, and like at the beginning of the offseason, it was like, that's the story to, to listen to, right? It was like, what's yeah, going yeah. on with Aaron Rodgers? And we didn't know if he was going to retire or what, you know, whatever. And then now, then he makes all these, you know, 
demands basically or a wish list or whatever mm -hmm. and they get alan lazard mm -hmm. over there so you're like oh okay like this is happening and now obviously obj is not going to the jets because yeah. that was on the wish list and nobody else though there's no other contracts that are at least not that we know of that are negotiations with new york right now especially mm -hmm. aaron Rodgers. i genuinely feel like he dropped the ball on this and yeah. it's not gonna go through maybe, maybe so, you don't oh you don't think the trade's even gonna happen i don't think so i genuinely feel like they're going to find somebody else. I actually thought Lamar was going to be in the mix for this. And I would have been, been so. But also it would have been okay because I can get, I can watch Lamar play in person because a lot closer to me than going to Baltimore for a game too. Right. Right. The, I still think it might happen. I think maybe by the I, – I think if it doesn't happen by the draft, then I might be on your side being like, yeah, it's not happening. I think the draft is like – the last point that you make the trade for it, right? The draft you, is next week. That's the so they got listen, they got a week. The <laughs> Packers, Jets, you got a week. But there's not even any chatter or anything going on. So I'm like, if it's not happening by next week, like Yeah, and it's like I don't both, think it's happening at all. And it's like they both want to get it done because Rogers wants to retire if he doesn't get traded. And right. the Packers really don't want him because they're gonna prepare with Jordan Love. Use they use the first round pick on him. The Jets literally they are, I think, a quarterback away. Not being a Super Bowl contender, but making a deep playoff run and being a solid team, just trade your first round picks. <laughs> trade a couple first round picks. Trade whatever. You know, listen, you didn't get OBJ. That's fine, but you got your guy in Lazard. I know yeah. we also wanted uh, Mercedes Lewis, which again, I make the joke. I just found out he's a he was a Green Bay Packer. I completely forgot about him too. Listen, <laughs> maybe that's. Maybe I love Mercedes good. Lewis. I, I think he's great. No, he's a great player. I just completely forgot he was a great back. I completely forgot he was still in the league. Maybe that's why. <laughs> that's the thing. He's been around forever. He's been he's been on he was on the Jaguars like back in the day, and he's been he was with the Packers for a while. I think that's what the Jets are. They're probably looking for Lewis first. Looking for Mercedes Lewis. That's probably what he's holding the chips for the trade. That's what's gonna. That's what's probably happening here. And I never thought I'd say that. That Mercedes Lewis is holding the chips for Rodgers to go, uh, to go to the Jets. Uh, would yeah. Lewis be an upgrade at the tight end position? Now I'm thinking. Now this is the whole thing I'm thinking. I about. mean, they got C.J. Uzuma over there, right? And yeah, he did absolutely have... nothing last year. Yeah, and they have um, Rucker, the second year guy from Ohio right. State. I think Conklin is still there too. That would, <laughs> would that be an upgrade? But it would be an upgrade for Rodgers. That's his favorite tight end target. Literally, like. Conklin was doing more than CJ Uzuma, which was surprising. Uzuma to me. was like their big signing too, right? Like I know, and I was like, oh my god! Like obviously, he just did so great with the Bengals with Joe yeah. Burrow, like all this stuff. And then he showed—I literally didn't even hear his name last yeah, year. Yeah, I think he had a couple of catches here, and I think I drafted him in fantasy because I thought he was going to like go off with the Jets. And yeah, yeah, that's no idea. I don't know what the Jets are doing. I don't know what Rodgers doing. I don't know what the Packers are doing. Just get the trade done because I'm sick and tired of, of, of hearing this. If it doesn't happen by the draft, Sam, I'm joining your I'm on your side. The trade's not gonna happen because I don't want to hear it anymore. And then if if it does officially go through after, then it's like whatever, fine. No one's gonna care anymore. Yeah, at that point we're gonna be like, okay, fine. Okay. Uh too little, too late. Yeah. The Jets fans will still be happy about it too. So. I kind of just want it to happen just so that he can then leave the Jets and go to the Vikings and be Brett Favre 2.0. Like oh that's God. what I want. I just, I just want that to happen because it's like we're in the process of that happening. Like the fact that we're going from the Jets to the Packers to the Jets. Completely forgot that Brett Favre went to the Jets and Vikings and he was a Pack. Wow. Oh, my God. This is the same timeline. This is literally Brett this, Favre 2.0. Oh, my God. This literally is Brett Favre 2.0. <laughs> right, right, right in front of our eyes here. I love it. Wow, this, this, is, this is definitely, uh, definitely uh, something. Uh, so 
one more thing too, because I want to ask about this. The Commanders. That's another team we can say one of the more dysfunctional teams. I think if they might actually overtake the Cardinals. Now that I think about it. The Commanders, former known as the Redskins, Washington Football Team. Snyder officially sold it, or the bid came in, right? I believe. I think it's, the bid came. I don't think it's officially been sold, it, but I think that it's in the works. It's def- that's that's been a long time coming. I think Commanders fans are gonna have a parade just for that whole thing. If you've seen the stuff, I'm sure everyone has seen the stuff that's been like behind the scenes, even like with Snyder and even the whole franchise itself and kind of seeing on the field like the field like collapsed too i think at one point right when hurts jalen hurts came off the field like the, the yes. uh, something what the, was the it? side of like where the they were like, walking you literally saw it behind the scenes and literally on the scenes there too and i'm like this is just this franchise just like literally falling apart it's literally falling apart get rid of it and move somewhere else too so this is i'm i'm actually happy for commanders fans that this is actually finally in the process because i have to say that too dan snyder see you later commanders yeah. New ownership, good. Maybe get new uniforms, get new something. Maybe move out of the DC area. Kind of just get get new, start a new era somewhere. Start yeah. somewhere. Just get Dan Snyder out of the league. That guy is yeah. just like the w- literal worst human being on the planet. Oh my god! This again, people read the stuff that like even like it's just like it's just horrible. It really just absolutely horrible. Racist, sexist, ageist, yeah. every ist you can yeah. think of is Dan every, Snyder. Every literally, literally, when you think of like the worst human person to own a sports team. Dan Snyder, that's the definition right there. The worst yeah. person, Dan Snyder. That's literally just put a picture of him on there, too. In the dictionary. I think what that new group is it Magic Johnson in that new group? The bitters? Yes. Look at that. All, all sports coming together. Magic Johnson owning the Washington Commanders, too. Maybe he'll change them to the Lakers or something, too. I have no, I, maybe change something with that whole team because, again, why not? It's the whole aura of that area and the stadium. Just, it's, it's not good. Not bad vibes. Move it out. I would yeah. not. They they play us twice a year, and every year I'm just like, I don't even want to deal with these people right yeah. now. Like, they're not even like worth my time and worth my effort to watch this game. Yeah, and 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 the, and the new uniforms they have. Eh. Hey, yeah, the black uniforms are actually sharp. I will say that. With the I do thing. like the black ones, but they're I think all black uniforms are just excellent. That's true. All black, the best all black uniforms in the NFL. Even the Jets ones aren't that bad, the even though they the look helmet, like- the helmet helps. The helmet, the all black. I love, by the way, I love the add of the second helmet because college you can do like multiple helmets, like Oregon has like 20 of them. And like even oh, yeah. like Oklahoma State has like three or four. Every team has like multiple ones. I'm surprised the NFL took this long to actually do it, to bring it back. I'm so happy. But I know it's only they only do one extra, but listen, that's one more than we have. I'm a, again, I'm a uniform guy. So I just yeah. love I love seeing that. And with the commanders doing it, just keep just keep the all black though. Just keep with the helmet. Like too. make that your like not your alternate. Like make it your full blown like home make, uniform. No, exactly. Uh like the Panthers have an all black now with the black helmet. Look sharp. Not bad, yeah. Ravens all black, prime time Sunday night football. I mean so good. sharp. Eagles all black. They have the black helmet too. Again, sharp. I know, I know, I know. I hate that I love the, the <laughs> Eagles colors, the Eagles uniforms. I love Jalen Hurts too. Like, let's, it's unfortunate that he's on the Eagles, but they, they always how, look good. You, you know how I feel with the Bengals all white. <laughs> That's, I'm like, oh, I love these uniforms, but I, they're gorgeous. I, Beautiful. I them, but I'm such a fan of T. Higgins too. And I'm like, oh, I, I wanted them to get T. Higgins so badly in that draft but the all white too it's just that is the white helmet is just the icing on the cake they made it 10 times better too and even heading into this season we're supposed to get new new helmets being added the seahawks are doing the 90s which i love the 90s seahawks uniforms too they're adding that the titans they're going to be in shambles this year but they're doing the houston oilers throwbacks 
thank God for that. There's rumors yeah. that the Broncos doing an all-white helmet. There's been rumblings about that. Yeah, instead of uh, bringing back like the old uh, orange crush uniforms, they're going to do yeah. like a, a white helmet with the white jerseys, which I'm not too sure. I'm not. I'd have to physically see it. Yeah, I got to look at it. I got to look at it because like the red, when the Texans announced they're doing red, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. And I saw it. I'm like, yeah, no, that's not that's not it. I didn't like the red helmets. I think yeah. they looked too out of place. It didn't, it didn't. Yeah. It just The thing with me with red jerseys, like they got to like really pop for me. Like I'll do like red trims and whatever, but like if it's like all red, it's like, it's gotta be like excellent. Excellent. I haven't seen a team that had like an all red, you know, that like I actually like loved like, yeah. I can't like a, a team that like, even like the giants when they had the red jerseys, Oh, like, <laughs> this, like, this terrible. They were bad. I'm sorry. I they did not bad. like those. At so all. That, they had them. It was a, that was a short stint, right? If I'm not mistaken, that was like yeah. A, was, I think a, they like Eli Manning walked out at it, and everybody was like, "No, no, just kidding!" Like, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, red's part of the color scheme for the." I think a lot of people learned that red was part of the Giants' color scheme. I know, I know. I did not like that whatsoever. I'm no, glad that, they got rid of that. No, that was that was definitely not it. I think the Lions also they're doing a new uniforms next year, but they're doing a new helmet this year, like an alternate helmet. I, like, honestly, you know, I love Dan Campbell and the whole Lions team. Love so I'm, I, I like their uniforms now, but if they do an upgrade or whatever, that's fine. Listen, Lions, again, on the rise, too. And then like some other little uniform things. I got to mention this. Big fan. I know the Giants receiver Paris Campbell's doing it. Number zero. Perfect. Every Now you can wear number zero in the NFL, which I'm a big – listen, I love no, uniforms and numbers. I'm all for it, too. I think Calvin really is also wearing zero, which I'm surprised they allowed it. Like, they haven't allowed it yet until now. Right. Like, I don't know how I feel about it yet. You know, I kind of I think I have to see it on the field to like it's gotta work with a receiver or a running back or a defensive yeah. like a quarterback can't wear a zero, I think, yeah. or even like a lineman, a tight end. It's gotta be a receiver. I yeah over running back. I think just Calvin Ridley and, and Paris Campbell are the first two. So maybe we'll see a bunch of Paris Campbell zero jerseys. That's gotta be unique though. It's gotta be unique. I yeah, I think you also have to be a specific person to wear yeah. zero. Like because yeah. when you see zero, you think nothing zero like yeah. it kind of has a negative connotation to it yeah. but if you're like a really good player like you can wear it so like i'm hoping that paris doesn't come out here and like suck because yeah. people are going to be like well you're just representing what's on your jersey which is zero yeah. it's got to work for like a really really like calvin like calvin really a really really good player when he's on the field too I think he's gonna he's gonna kill this year with the Jaguars. I'm so excited to see Calvin Ridley play. Like that offense is gonna be scary. By the way, like, they played so well in the playoffs last year. Like yeah. Trevor Lawrence looked so good. Yeah, it, it, Lawrence, Etienne, oh, and then I was that whole game. I was like, oh man, like I was happy they made the playoffs, and I saw that comeback. I'm like, oh, I'm like, all right, like Doug Peterson already. The, I think he's like already third all time in like franchise wins. I'm pretty sure for the Jaguars. I'm pretty sure about that, but another other all black uniform that I I love. By the way, those are nice. I love the teal. Of no, the, the teals are great. Uh, the teals are great, but the black uniforms, excellent mm -hmm. stuff. All right, everybody, we'll get back into the episode in just one second, but I want to talk about today's sponsor for this episode, BetStamp, which is helping thousands of people win at sports betting for free. It's the same way travelers use Google Flights or Expedia to find the best prices. Betters can now use BetStamp to do the same. When you place a bet, the odds given by a sportsbook will determine how much money you can possibly win. Even when the betting odds are the same outcome, different sportsbooks will offer different payouts, and the differences can be huge. Thankfully, BetStamp allows you to easily line shop for the most profitable odds across all sportsbooks. You can click on any match and instantly see all different odds for a game line, player props, or even future bets. Line shopping is the simplest way to find an edge in sports betting and maximize your chances of winning long-term. On average, BetStamp users can win an extra $1,000 yearly just by line shopping. You can find the BetStamp app on the Apple iOS Store, Google Play Store, or 
or through your browser at www.betstamp.app. And to access all these benefits, sign up using the promo code FONS, F-O-N-Z, and start your journey to successfully sports betting today. And hey, if you forget to use the promo code upon sign up again, F-O-N-Z, you can always enter the code in the Betstamp account settings afterwards. Check it out. I'm telling you, if you're a newbie like me in the sports betting world, or if you're a veteran, you've been doing this for a long time, Betstamp is so easy. It's a simple setup. You can go through all different sportsbook under one app, and it's easy. Who doesn't like making that extra money? You want to make that extra money? Betstamp is the best way to do it. It's so easy. It's simple. And guess what? It is free. Go use the code FONS, F-O-N-Z, when you sign up today. Or if you already have an account, use the code again, FONS, F-O-N-Z. I highly recommend it. Seriously, Betstamp is the way to go. It's the future of sports betting. It's so much easier. There's nothing else like it. Go to Betstamp wherever you get the apps or even on your browser and use the code FONS upon sign up today. Uh, so next up here, we'll go from the NFL topics and whatever to the draft, too, because the draft is this time. Yeah, uh, next week too. A lot of prospects I'm looking forward to. I know you have a lot of prospects you're looking forward to. I know Reeve and Preview done a bunch of draft prospects. I think I believe you're doing one on an offensive line. What's his name again? Or um, Mosley or Mobley? Mobley. Yeah. His last name. Yeah. The, the with the long ginger hair and yeah, like, like no teeth. Yeah, no. The translation of freshman year he was like the clean cut, full teeth, and senior like mullet, no teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely interesting prospect. I did one on Hendon Hooker and Bijan Robinson, which just came out doing one on Joey Porter Jr., which again that makes me feel old. I saw his dad play twice a year, and now I'm doing it being on his son. Yeah, it made me feel completely old too. But <laughs> what are like some prospects? Like you have to go into detail about it. Like what are like one or two that you're like I'm looking forward to seeing where they're getting drafted and seeing how they're going to be at the next level? So, like someone that catches your eye. So I've definitely been like focusing pretty hard on uh, especially corners um, and linebackers just because that's kind of where the Giants should be leaning in the first round. Personally, I don't think we should be getting a wide receiver in the first round. That's Mm -hmm. just my opinion. I think we can get them later on. Um, But wide receiver wise, Zay Flowers is someone that I've had my eye on. Um, Nathaniel Dell is someone that I've had my eye on. Like guys who could go in the second round that, again, I've focused a little bit on the Giants, um, that I think that the Giants could pick up and it could be really good. I mean, those guys are great. And corner-wise, I had like a bunch, but who was it? Oh, the guy from Utah, Clark Phillips III, was the corner that I had my eye on. And I was like, he would just – I would love, 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 love to have him on the Giants. I think it would be – phenomenal and we need that extra help especially in the defense so um those were just a couple of guys but there are so many in this draft that i'm i'm excited just for the first three picks i'm that's what i'm excited for i want to see who's like what's the order gonna be i mean like shroud young young shroud where's richardson gonna go where's head and hooker gonna go i'm i'm just intrigued like not really young and shrouds i kind of know where they're gonna go they're gonna be high up and they're gonna have really great careers but i'm really interested in anthony richardson because i'm not saying like a Josh Allen, but like Josh Allen coming in, we knew he had a great arm, but we yeah. didn't know that much about, it. we didn't know how he would translate at the next level, but he had like all like the, like the combine stats and like the physique right. and whatever that like, Oh, he definitely could in the right system. That's how I kind of feel about Richardson. Like he has the cannon. You saw the combine stats. They were insane. You know, 40 time was ridiculous. His vertical, his, his, his long jump. It was like, it was insane. I'm like, if he goes to the right team, like he's going to be like really good. I don't, I don't think he should be a starter from day one to go to a team that kind of develop a little bit. But I think going to the right system, like I think he'll be one of the better quarterbacks out of that entire class. Because, again, he has tools, but I think he needs to be in that right system. You kind of throw him there in Carolina right away as a starter. Honestly, my struggle. Don't put him in Houston because I don't I don't want him to. I don't want him to go. I don't want anybody to go. To I don't want to see him fail. No, I don't. Even like the Colts. 
I wouldn't hate mm-hmm. that he'd be on the Colts because I mean they have they have a solid like offense around him too. But like I need him to go to like to the perfect system to kind of develop to even if like Tampa Bay like goes if he gets like in the later rounds of the first like develops with Tampa Bay like I know he's Baker's no, 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 no. Baker's going to Tampa Baker's in Tampa I'm uh, a big Baker Mayfield fan I, I want to see no. the guy thrive uh, I know I, I'm saying like a backup spot too I was like, just don't I need him to go to like to the right system the Vikings and back up Kirk for a little bit too that's kind of how I feel about about Hendon Hooker too because I like I know he's a little bit older coming off the ACL. But I think he'll definitely go in like the late second, probably early third. If I'm not like, if I'm gonna be honest here, maybe a little bit lower because the injury. But again, with him, go to the right system. He doesn't need to play right away. Like in my my video, I had him either the Bucks, Lions, Vikings. Doesn't have to play right away. He can develop, you know, get some reps here and there. And then when the starter eventually leaves, just particularly with like Goff and Cousins, sure, throw him in the starting spot too. Just imagine Hooker throwing the ball to Justin Jefferson or Amonia St. Brown. Oh my God. I yeah. really like Hendon Hooker. And yeah. I think even with the ACL injury, I think he's going to be phenomenal no, in the NFL. I'm definitely like I'm rooting for him 100 percent Again, I want I want him to go to the right team though. I don't want him to I don't want him to start right away. I want him to kind of develop too. I know. After watching when Tennessee played Alabama mm-hmm. and Tennessee won that game last year, I, I was like, oh my God, I love this kid. Like he's amazing. He's so good. And that's when I was like, he's going to go so high in the draft. And then unfortunately he got hurt. Yeah. I, 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 I was like, oh. I knew he was in the Heisman running too. Yeah, I think he was, he, was. Like, he, was like, he was like the favorite, I think, to win the Heisman. I being think, like, yes, he was. And then I saw the injury. I'm like, ah, oh. like, damn. I know. Like, oh. I felt was, so bad. No, I did. Especially being like, you know, fifth year. I'm like, oh, like he's finally getting his, he's finally getting his shot. You know, he's going to get drafted pretty high. And then I saw that. I'm like, oh, you know, that stinks. But the comeback, he's going to have a good comeback. And if he goes into, think- you know. Again, the right system. Uh, another guy I did, I did a profile on Bijan Robinson. I love running backs too. Bijan Robinson's the complete package of the running backs. So when I was looking at the strengths and weaknesses, I couldn't find any weaknesses for him. Like, I really honestly couldn't find, like, the only thing I said was that, like, he couldn't outrun defensive backs sometimes. And sometimes he plays at, like, too high up. Like, he doesn't go down low, which I'm like, honestly, he can fix the speed and, f- and fix his, like, leveling ability in the next level. But, like, other than that, like, everything else, like, he's like, perfect that and i had him like going like to the chargers i think going like if eckler's gone which i think maybe yeah i mean going there it's a good replacement because again the chargers on paper again another team that's injured a lot they have they have the talent but imagine robinson that backfield uh i had him uh, that the cowboys too cowboy i feel like that i know i know cowboys but you know put him there with tony pollard i would Uh, try probably uh the bills I'm high on James Cook, and I think James Cook is going to be a stud this year. But I think him and Robinson, that'd be a good one-two punch because what we said with the Bills, need a kind of a running t- attack. Josh Allen is coming from a Ravens fan with Lamar. You can't have your quarterback leading the team in rushing yards every single game. Like, you can once in a while, but every single week, that's not going to help you in the long run, too. So just I'm just high on B. John Robinson. If this was, like, 2003, he'd be a top-five pick. But this is just the era now that we have with running backs now. They kind of don't even No, They're, like, dying. And it's kind of sad because I love running backs, like my favorite position in football. Yeah. And Bijan is just kind of a freak of nature, honestly. I think yeah. that he's a big, like, he's a better Saquon in a yeah. way. Like, he can, he's like almost more athletic if I didn't even know that that was possible. Um, but I, people, I've heard, okay, listen, Giants fans, some of them are a little dumb. So, like, people were talking about like Bijan going to the Giants. And I was like, are you guys like on glue? Like, relax. He's not going to the New York Giants. But if he did, it but would be insane. Hypothetically speaking, hypothetically, yeah. from someone but, that 
I, I someone said that with me with um the Ravens collecting Anthony Richardson like a quarterback. I'm like, ah, oh, listen, we can get Lamar, but I'm like, you know what? If Richardson actually goes to the Ravens, I actually, I actually wouldn't like, hate it. That. I would not hate that. that right. Much, you know? I think I kind of want the Titans to trade up with the Cardinals at three and take Anthony Richardson at three. Oh, man, I really want I really wanted Malik Willis to, to do well. I really did. I did last year, this time last year, review and preview, and Tom will never let me down with this. I was so high on Malik, Malik oh, Willis. Oh, so was I. Had him, I had him as the number one ranked quarterback in that class. When Kenny went to Pittsburgh and Kenny was the only quarterback yeah, out of the first round, really? I was like, there's no way Malik Willis is better than Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like no, no biggie, no biggie. Listen, Pittsburgh kid, Steelers make sense. Like, whatever. I'm like, Malik is going to go in the later round, second round. And it goes to the third round. I'm like, oh, maybe the third round. I'm like, oh my God. Like, is he really that? Tom's never going to let melt that down for me. He's going to keep reminding me that I had Malik Willis as the number one quarterback. And I think I had Kenny Pickett at, I think I had Kenny Pickett at three, three or four. I forgot who I had at number two. I forgot. Listen, it, the, I, I got to ask Tom for that top five list too. Cause looking back at it now, that quarterback class was just, uh, uh, that was bad. It's not uh, good. It really, cause who else was there? Matt Corral didn't even play. Sam Howell. Sam Howell. He's going to be the starter now for the Commanders, too. Oh, my God. Uh, what other? Was um, that even think Desmond Ritter? Desmond Ritter. I actually was high on him, too. I thought he would go a little bit lower in the draft, but I knew he, I knew he had to be one of those cases where he had to kind of sit behind someone for a year, and he kind of did with the Falcons. I think yeah, not, not, He didn't do terrible last yeah, he year. Was, he wasn't that bad. I think but that was. Is that all of them? That I was think like that the was, main guys. That was the main. That was the main. Five with Malik Willis leading the. Well, I, I thought Malik Willis leading the charge still. Maybe I'm not going to rank in quarterbacks. That's probably what my case is too. So maybe Richardson. Listen, I hope he does well. But if Richardson doesn't end up doing well, then you know what? Then it'd be no shock to me because my quarterback takes are not uh, as good. Although I did say Geno Smith was going to be a savior for the Jets in high school. Now it didn't pan out, but ten years later, hey, he's the savior for somebody though. Yeah, I, listen, I was somewhat right. I was, I was someone like he says they wrote him off and he didn't write back. So. Well, yeah, what was so funny was that a year ago I went to the Buffalo Bills home opener in Buffalo and they played the Titans and they blew them out of the water. So they sat Tannehill and they brought in Malik Willis. I was losing my mind. I was like, oh my God, it's Malik Willis. Oh my God. Like I was so excited about it. And then I was like, after the fact, I was like, Oh, like I was, I wanted him to like show up and just like start coming back with the bills or something. And I was like, Oh my God. But he did not do that. Maybe, but I think they're, they're talking about that. He, that they're falling out of favor of Willis too. that Titans organization though. Like they're completely in shambles too. So they might I know. Be and they were doing so well for so long too. And I, I, I hate the Titans because you know, the Ravens 14, the two, that 14, two season. I was so happy. I'm like super bowl or bust this year. Derek Henry. I know. I listen. I, I, the Titans, even Tom knows, he'll always mention it because I made a joke. They're always eight and eight, always in the mix. And the time that I made the joke way too much, what happened? We beat Lamar Jackson's MVP season. I watched that game fully and I still have flashbacks of that. And I was like, Derrick Henry stiff arming Marlon Humphrey doing the fake pass to Corey Davis. Oh, it's, it's Sam. I have, I have nightmares for the Titans. <laughs> Not, it's not good. I don't. I don't like them. I, I just generally. I. I do not. I do not like them. I, I. Steelers number one always for me, but the Titans overtake the Bengals and Browns for me. Really? Yeah. I really because honestly, the Bengals. I've always had a soft spot for them because I've always liked Chad Johnson, T.J. Hushmanzada. I have his jersey just because mm-hmm. of the name. I like T. Higgins. I like Chase Burrow. I can't hate the guy. You can't. But, yeah, it's like I. There's like nobody that, like I and. Like there's nobody that I really even hated on the Bengals growing up, except maybe AJ Green because he always gave me nightmares. He always did well against the Ravens, always. 
And the Browns were always the Browns. I never had. I was never. I was like, ah, eh, like easy W or maybe yeah, like, they're not scary. Yeah, but now maybe because of Nick Chubb. I'm a huge Nick Chubb fan also, too. So it's like I can't. I don't I don't hate anybody on the Browns. Well, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, I do. I do. So that's that, just a given, though. We just. Yeah, I take that. So there's one. So outside of Watson, they're really because like Miles Garrett, I like a lot, too. He seems like a funny guy to hang out with. Like it's like guys I want to like hang out with. It's like Garrett, I would definitely hang out with uh, Joe Burrow. So much fun. Who? Miles Garrett. Oh yeah, no, he just seems like a, he seems like a lot of fun. He, and then I saw him throw the helmet at Mason Rudolph, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I hate the Steelers so much. I'm like, what, <laughs> Miles? I'm putting you in the hall. I'm putting. I'm officially putting you in the Fonz Hall of Fame <laughs> for that too. That's that's. But I was seriously. I was gonna. I was gonna tweet at him. I'm like, you know, I don't want to start any drop off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I remember when that happened too. That was probably the most fun i ever had watching a football game i was like what's going on i turned away and i looked back and i saw a helmet flying i'm like what the hell is that what the hell is happening and then i saw the replay i'm like you know what it's the steelers it's mason rudolph i'm not a fan of him mason. you know what? like i hope he, i'm like you know what he's okay all right good i was like i didn't want to like i wasn't like cheering for it until after the fact and i saw yeah. him. i'm like you know what? all right good good but you know miles you're you're all you're a hall of famer all the favor uh in my book too that God, that whole that whole year too, and then even now, now I'm thinking about it. Was that the COVID year of football? No, it was the year before. The year before, because now I'm thinking of the COVID year because that was a weird, that was a fever dream for me too. Like, uh, I think it was a fever dream for everyone. It really, every everything like outside of sports and within sports, you had the NBA bubble, you had that, the NBA. Yeah, that was that was weird. Now thinking about it too, I think the yeah. NFL games like the Steelers Ravens with RG three as the quarterback on a Wednesday afternoon. That was that was something on there too. That happened. Oh my god, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. I think it was a Wednesday afternoon. Wait, RG three might not even played. I think we no, it wasn't Trace McSorley. Who was the other quarterback we had? We I think it might have been a rookie Tyler Huntley. <laughs> I was gonna say you guys probably had Tyler Huntley. It was a rookie. It was a rookie Tyler. That's so. Uh, it was that. It was like Tuesday at like five p.m. They would have games, and I'd be like, yeah, I don't uh, know what was, day it is. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't even know what day it is. But wait, no, we have a Thursday night game the next day for the next week too, and they had to move that. Or, I don't. I really don't know how they did that. They did a whole they, season. With, they definitely shouldn't have. That's yeah, looking back line. on it now, and I love football. I know Sam, you love football too. But oh. now looking back, it's like maybe they really shouldn't have done a lot of those. Things. I mean, the fact that they were just like this guy out with COVID, this guy out. COVID. No, but yeah, like, if they had uh, the Broncos receiver playing quarterback. That was fun too. And I think it was the. Div- I think no, there was a playoff game where the Browns made it in, and then Stefanski had COVID, and he yeah, was like in the basement of his house, and like yeah, that was that. that oh my god. Yeah. Was, Crazy. What a, what a time! What a what a time for for the for the year sport. But somehow we made it through the NFL. It never stops. The NFL literally, that just proves right there. The NFL never stops. Uh, no no matter what. Uh, Sam, you know, I think uh, we should do the draft now, I think. Unless we have any other little things yeah. going on, too. Anything else? Any other thing? We can just keep rambling on and on, but I'm, I'm ready for the draft because I got my draft board here. And All I'm right. ready to go. So, for those that don't know, whenever I have a guest on, I do a fantasy starting five, which is a starting five lineup. We drafted of any topic, of any choosing. Sam, if you're not aware, one of the main rules here. No repeats. If I pick something, you can't pick it. If you pick something, I can't pick it. So, Got it. so the topic here is the best mascots in sports. Now, little mini rules here. Pro college will allow pro, professional, and college teams. Current mascots only. Uh, live animals don't count. So I was like, like Ugga, the what was the tiger's name for LSU? Mike. Like no, no live animals. So wasn't no, his name like Mike or something? 
Was it that? Was it really Mike? Was I that think it? it was something weird like that. It was very, very <laughs> similar, but no live animals. That's a whole other draft for a whole okay. other day. Just regular mascots, human mascots, NFL, NBA, MLB. You can do some hockey ones. I have a couple of college ones on here, too. Again, the main rule here, no repeats. I'm going to write it down here so I keep track of it, too. Okay. Sam, if you are the guest, I will give you the first pick. Are you prepared? Do you have a draft board of uh, of mascots? I do. I have a number here. So I'm ready. All right. Let's, what is the first pick in the episode 138 fantasy starting five of the best mascots draft? Best mascots. Pick number one. I'm going gritty. <sighs> I, Grit- I, I, you know, he's got, he's literally the best mascot in all of sports. He's weird. He's quirky. He's like super funny. He posts weird things on the internet. I love him. And even though he's a Philadelphia team, I don't really care for hockey anyway. Yeah. Gritty Gritty is my number one pick. He's he's like a hated mascot and a love mascot. I've never seen people like been so divided on, on a mascot. Like you either really love him or you really I love it personally, but there's a lot of people that like absolutely like hate him. I'm pretty sure they like the Flyers like announced it, I think during COVID or like around COVID time, right? Like I feel like it was like what the mascot? I think so. Somewhere it was a, it's a recent mascot. It's not like it hasn't been around for a while. It's a very recent mascot. I remember I or maybe it was a couple years before COVID, but I remember them announcing it, and I was like, "What in the world is this? Like, what yeah, is?" This? I, was like, I was like, "I don't know if I like it. I kind of hate it." And then it's I so saw scary. it. And then I saw everybody hate on. I'm like, you know what? I kind of like this. <laughs> I like it. It did terrify me. It did. It definitely did terrify me. Yep, that's my number one though. That's a good number one. So my number one, I had a couple of different choices here, but my number one, this is also very scary to me. It's just a a weird mascot. There's no arms. The Stanford tree at Stanford University. <laughs> I just I just don't know why. That's such a good first pick. And it's just it is just it's just the Stanford tree. I don't even think it has a name. I don't even think the tree, I think it's just called Stanford tree. That's and so it has, funny. You know, I don't know if you're aware of the game NCAA football 14, the the which by the way they should bring back to it's a college football video game. It was for the Xbox. Gotcha. Uh, they, didn't, they don't have it anymore because licensing, whatever. But the rumors to bring it back, and I'm listen, the day it comes out, I'm getting the new one. But there was a mode there, it was called mascot mashup, where basically you they have the teams, but instead of the actual players, it's mascots. So one and- of the teams was the Stanford Cardinal, and you could play as the Stanford Cardinal as all the trees, but they did the motions of passing and handing the ball off without the arms. Like that was a legit, like legit. Like if you look it up, Stanford Tree and Stanford Football fourteen. Like people have played games with that. Like That's every, hilarious. like they have, like, they have like the other ones, like the puddles, the Oregon, um, Oregon mascot, the Buckeyes mascot. Like they were all there. Then there's the Stanford Tree, and like the Stanford Tree running the ball is obviously like the funniest thing. So that's like, it's just I, like levitating in front of him. Yes, or something? yes. And like, it's going up and down, like, like an arm, like carrying, like it's the literally, I'm not like what I'm, t- it's exactly what you think it is. There's, I'm not like, it's not, not overthinking. It's exactly what you think it is. That's and, so funny. And from there on out, I was like, that is my number one pick. The, the best, the best mascot in all sports. No, no doubt about it. Love it. Uh, so Love what it. is your, the number two, you already have gritty off the board. What is your number two pick for the best mascots in sports? Um, I feel like people in the New York hemisphere are going to hate me because I'm going back for back Philadelphia here, but I'm going to go Philly fanatic for number two weird, like just bizarre looking Muppet thing. And he just seems like a blast at Philly's games. And I think that it's just, I think I just really like bizarre 
mascots. I think that it's funnier. And I think that's what makes it the, that's what, again. That's what makes it the better mascot. Hence, with the tree and with the two that you've had, like we kind of are on the same page with what we have here too. Yeah. Listen, I'm not gonna. Say, you listen. Do not give her hate. New York sports fans, you pick two two Philadelphia ones too. This That's has it. nothing to do with teams. It's just mascots. Uh, now, now the next two picks, will she pick the Eagles? And I don't even know if the Sixers even have a mascot. Swoop is not on my list. Swoop uh, is not on my list. All right. <laughs> if, well, if, say that right if now. If you have Swoop on your list, though, I would tell you, I cannot, I cannot help you there. I can't be like, listen, like fans, do not come after. Listen, I'm not. I have nothing to say about that. If you put Swoop on there, he's not. I can promise you that. My number two, and I had a couple of a couple of different options here too. Again, but it's it's another one, another college one. You gotta look this up. Big red for Western Kentucky. You have to I need you to look up big red for Western Kentucky. I'm gonna Google right it now. right now. Like it's literally the funniest. It's exactly what you think it is. Big, big red, red Western, Western Kentucky. Yes. <laughs> I'm just gonna say <laughs> absolutely. Yes, that is exact that's yes, that is the reaction that I would have. He's just red. Yeah. <laughs> Just a giant. It's just a giant red person. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just so funny. It's just I just see that, and I'm like, you know, what? I'm a. I don't know anything. I don't even know any Western Kentucky football player. I think Mike White went there. It's the only player that I know. Mike White. Mike White. We're Mike White fans here. But, I love Mike White. <laughs> that's the future for the future for the Dolphins, probably. By the way, too, depending on the Tua situation. Good for him. Good for him. Other story, but, big, but but big red. That's like one and two. Like that's for me, one and two. The rest will always change from a one and two. That's got to be, it's got to be the best mascots. Big red. It's just ridiculous. It's just, a giant, it's just a giant red person. That's what it is, or a monster. I don't even know what it is. Too. There's literally like a YouTube video that just popped up that says, "What is big red?" Yeah, like, we don't know. We don't know. I don't. I don't know what big red is. I don't even know. I just know it's the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers mascot. Isn't it? I guess that's what a hilltopper is. I guess is he a hill? Because he is a little triangular. Maybe I'm a. You know what? I think that's what it is. Then that's probably what. <laughs> Big red is just is a hill. This is a ridiculous draft, but I love it. You're 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 number three. Are you not listen? Spoiler alert, swoop will not be making the list. Swoop's not on the list. Let, let, um, let's see. We'll see who's gonna make the list for number three. For number three, um, we're going to football here for for the first time, uh, NFL mm-hmm. football. I'm going Jackson Deville. The that was on my list. Oh, really? He yeah, is most, one. mostly because of the fact that he just like I don't know. He like bungee jumps like every Sunday. And there was one time last year that the mask, the guy who plays in the mascot just painted his whole like actual body yellow and just put the head on. So it looked like he had been shaved (laughs) and he had like a speed, like a teal speedo on. And yet he painted his whole body yellow with like the spots and everything and just put the hat on like the head on. (laughs) And I was like, this is iconic. I am obsessed with this. And then he just looks like so funny. And yeah. I, I just I love it. So if, Jackson if, Deville, number three. That's a perfect one. That was on my list too. And I cannot pick it, but I give you credit. That was that was an excellent, excellent choice there. My number three, I have to put him on here because I grew up with this mascot, Mr. Met. That is my that is my number three. I got listen, it's just a simple guy in a message with a giant baseball as a head. It's literally it's it's the simplest of simple mascots. And I grew up with, with Mr. Met. I know recently I had Mrs. Met here, but I'm not connected with Mrs. Met yet. That's still new in the mascot game. But Mr. Met, it's a part of my childhood. Maybe, you know, when I'm older and I have kids, then Mrs. Met will be a big part of, of me growing up as a Mets fan. But Mr. Met right now uh, is my number three pick. So that's that's always will be my top three actor. Mr. Met, that's an iconic it's, mascot. It's a good one. It's a good. I can't relate. I'm a, I'm a Yankees fan. So, like, I've never grew up with Mr. Met. But 
He is yeah, a fun. This, he's a fun mascot. You know, there is no Yankees mascot. They could probably do that. Listen, every team I think needs to have at least one mascot. They're I too think. serious. I they're know. Too serious I, for it. Like they're man, so just they're, kind they're, of I mean the whole. I mean I have a whole thing with the whole beard policy and like whatever the long hair. They don't like that too. It's like let I stop. am boycotting the beard the beard policy for the Yankees. I think if they want to have a beard, they yeah, have they're, a beard. They're, I'm they're, a beard girl. I like a good beard. This this isn't like this isn't like the 19 like 50s or whatever too. Like it's having fun with it. Like let them grow. Let them have style. Like that's just me. Yeah. That's a whole maybe we'll one a, day. We'll have a whole rant about that for another episode, just an hour ripping apart the Yankees beard policies. I'm totally with you on that, too. So the number four selection, who do you got here? Um, This one is purely name only, the fact that I'm picking him. And it's Stuff the Magic Dragon, which is the Orlando Magic um, mascot. Um, He's also kind of like weird looking, like kind of like Philly Fanatic. Uh, you know, just kind of like got like a weird Muppet vibe going, but I just think that it's a very clever name. Stuff the Magic Dragon is just perfect. That is a really that's a really good one actually too. And I thought I thought I thought about that one too. Ah, see my number four. If I go another baseball because I have another one. You know what I do like is it's funny Billy the Marlin for the Marlins. (laughs) Just it's just a giant Marlin head. (laughs) Just and it's just it's just the name itself too. Just Billy. It's just Billy the Mar- no, it's literally Billy the Marlin. That's the name, Billy the Billy the Marlin. I yeah. just think it's just, I, iconic because of the name. It's just very simple and just the name. It's just it's just hilarious. So Billy the Marlin is my number four. Now, Sam, your last pick here. You had the uh, gritty, the Philly fanatic, the Jaguars mascot, and stuff. It's stuff, right? Stuff the 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 stuff magic. magic dragon. Yeah, the magic dragon. That's what it is for the magic. What is your last pick? So my last pick, I left it for five because it's very niche. Um, mm-hmm. It's a mascot I grew up with with our minor league baseball team. It doesn't even exist on Staten Island anymore. We used to have the Staten Island Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, we are now the Staten Island Fairy Hawks, mm-hmm. which is, uh, we can't even go and delve into that very far. But Maybe. the Staten Island Yankees mascot was Scooter the Holy Cow. And he was a cow that had a halo over his head. And he was, he had like a big like Uncle Sam hat and everything. And it was very just like dear to me. I had to throw him into the mix here. Mm-hmm. He is, uh, he's my number five pick and I miss him very, very much. When I was little, they used to let the kids run out on the field and everybody would like attack Scooter, the holy cow. So, 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 so a personal choice, a personal choice. Yes. So, yes. You know, had I'll, to throw him into the mix. You know what? You know what? I'll allow it because a personal oh, choice you. for you. And I'm going to, I'm going to, what's the name of it? What's the, uh, just hold. His the name whole, is Scooter, the mm-hmm. holy cow. Let me, let me let me look if I if I look at it and I go oh it's adorable then yes scooter the holy cute. cow oh wait cute. yeah okay <laughs> you know what yeah I'll allow it it's he's got like a little halo because yeah. he's a holy cow yes yes and he's just he's just having fun he's just having fun with the base you know what I'll allow it scooter Thank the you. holy cow we we will allow scooter the holy and it's a, and it means a lot it meant a lot to you growing up too so we we will we will allow it here thank you. My last one, I just realized I did not go with a football one or an NBA. I think the baseball mascots are in college were the best ones. Yeah, about it too. <sighs> Am I gonna go, go? I'm gonna go with uh, Dinger for the Rockies. That's my last pick. Nice. Dinger, the 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 purple dinosaur, which has nothing to <laughs> nothing to do with the Rockies baseball. Does eh. you know what they should do? They should make it like Western Kentucky, and they should just have like a mountain. They should. They should really should. It's like a tree, like a tree or something. Yeah. <laughs> 
Nico. Like, the, it's like a piece of nature. Yeah, I, I like the mascots that have literally nothing to do with the team. Like, example, like like stuff the magic dragon or, or dinger. Like, they really don't like nothing to do with the team at all. <laughs> Dinger's a great name, though. I think. It, no, it's it's hilarious. It's just it's, it's perfect for baseball, by the way. Perfect for baseball. Uh, the, I had a bunch of other here honorable mentions here for this for the NBA. I had Hugo the Hornet and honorable mm. mention there. Uh, Benny the Bull, it's an iconic one. He was uh, on my possible list. Go the Gorilla, I have him on there. The Suns, Suns one is a Gorilla, which again that doesn't I don't nothing doesn't to make do any it. sense. Uh, for the NFL, I had Poe for the Ravens. I know I didn't put him on there. I know, I know. I great name. It's great a great name. It's a great name. But if we had to do live mascots, I would do um the actual actual Ravens itself too. It's a whole nother one. Uh, okay. Billy Buffalo, Sir Purr, Blitz. Sir Purr. Sir oh, Purr. It's, it's a great. Was uh was it Robbie Anderson was now chosen Anderson was saying what's that what's Sir Purr he was asking like, yes <laughs> and we're like how dare you not know Sir how Purr? do you not know Sir Purr uh, MLB I had the swinging fryer for the Padres oh yeah. nice that's exactly that's exactly what you think it is and then Bruce had an older one Barrel Man it was a it was like not the major mascot for them it's just a it's a Barrel Man like it's just an is a it bar- a Barrel yes that's amazing <laughs> yeah exactly uh, hockey I had the Devil it's just called the New Jersey Devil for the Devils. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for college, just had the Brutus for uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes, which I'm like, eh, it's, it's an iconic one, but it's not the best of the mascot. So yeah. one of my favorite drafts. This is an excellent draft. This was Love a, it. we can we, we could have done a whole other round with it to a second round pick, a sleeper pick or whatever, too. But again, fantasy starting five rules. It's just those five, too. Uh, Sam, this is a, a really good episode. I got to say thank you so much uh, for joining. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. This was a blast. No, this this was definitely a lot, a lot of fun. I definitely got to get you back on here for a uh, future episode too. Let the people know down below, uh, you know what you're doing. You know, plug your stuff. I'm gonna give you free range. Plug whatever you want. Perfect. So if you guys are interested, um, a new podcast is getting dropped on April 19th. Um, it is called the Unsolicited Podcast with me and my very good friend. Uh, Jordan, Sporty Jordy, however you may know her. Um, it's just going to be kind of a free range podcast, a uh, little bit of everything. We have a sprinkle of sports. Um, we have a sprinkle of pop culture. So it's going to be a really fun time. Uh, so make sure to follow us there. We're on Twitter at Sam and Jordan, and we are on TikTok at unsolicited underscore podcast, which we'll be posting clips and funny videos, things along those lines. Um, and I am on my personal the girl who talks sports on instagram and sam tgwts on twitter so i'm active there i don't post as much um on girl who talks sports youtube page but i'm still active on my socials which is a fun time so make sure to check me out there and, and your tiktok too right you got you got oh, yeah. i do yeah, have a personal TikTok. TikTok. I, I watch your tiktoks you got some good <laughs> tiktok over there plug away your tiktok thank also. you uh so it's just sam cardona and it has three a's at the end of it because sam cardona was taken yeah I apologize in the bottom on the ticker then too. I put actually, I didn't put the three A's. So I do. So it's not this okay. one. It's with the two other A's. I'm going to take it away. I apologize. <laughs> it's, the two, it's the two other A's at the end. Yes. It has two extra A's at the end. Um, I post funny football stuff on there. Sometimes uh, I'm a Taylor Swift fan. So sometimes there's, sometimes there's some Taylor Swift stuff on there. A little bit of everything. So we love TikTok. TikTok's a blast. It really, no, it really is. It's, 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 it's a good time. It's a lot definitely. of fun. Uh, definitely check out all of Sam's stuff. She does some excellent work. TikTok's a new podcast. I'll, I'll definitely be tuning in, and mm-hmm. I hope everyone here does as well too. Uh, for me, you can follow the podcast. Forget your podcast. YouTube, Fonz Falco, Twitter, Fonz Falco, Instagram. Fonza, it's all Fonz It's very easy. It's link tree down below. It's very simple. I didn't have to change any letters or anything. It's just Fonz Falco. I kept it the way it is. I got an email. Slick. It's a hold on right there. Slickback, kickback at gmail.com. You can send me questions. Uh, what my top ten thoughts 
uh, send me a video if you want me to talk about or reaction or whatever to. Again, you can, we can go back and forth or whatever. Uh, like I did with Betstamp, use the code FONS. You want to do some betting. It's like Expedia for sports betting. It helps you out a lot. Grateful Apparel, I'm wearing the hat right here. Uh, great simple message here. Uh, grateful. You put the code FONS at gratefulpal.com. Get 15% off your order. They don't just have hats. They have shirts, hoodies, shorts. Great message. Sending good vibes to everybody. Um, and that's all. That's all I got here, too. Check out with Sam's stuff. Follow the pockets if you haven't already, too. Uh, Sam, thanks once again. Definitely got to have you back on here. Definitely. Thank you so much, Fonz. No problem. Everybody here, have a good day, good night, good evening, whenever you're listening or watching this podcast, and I'll catch you all next week. Peace out, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Slickback Kickback Report. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review. Tell a friend. Tell five friends. Your support will always be appreciated here on the Slickback Kickback Report.